Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. A week away from the trade deadline. Shana Goldman in for her weekly appearance here on Sabres Live. Welcome, Shana. Great to have you back with us. Are you excited <laughs> for a week from today? I'm excited for the next week. I'm not excited for a deadline day because I'm hoping we get the trend of last year where we get a week of trades instead of just one day, all the trades throwing up at you at once, and you don't get a like a second to digest them. Right. Well... I mean, at least we got Labushkin out of the way. What's next, Shana? <laughs> yeah, who will the Leafs overspend on next? And I love, mm. I love this trade. Let me tell you, I love this trade already because I love to see how many people are sitting there defending the Leafs and <laughs> the well, they're only paying twenty five percent of Labushkin's salary, so it's totally fine when it's like, hey, he's one of the worst defensemen in the league. But it worked for <laughs> us last time. Well, okay, that was a couple of years ago. Uh, no, it didn't really work for them last night because they traded him to Arizona and the pick that they got, they no, they, they traded him from, anyway, the trade that, the pick that was traded in the last Labushkin trade, I still not been picked and he's back on the Toronto Maple Leafs. So that's a tough one. Uh, I was so happy to have you on the show today because I want you to tell me, Marty, you were wrong about the Vancouver Canucks and Shana, you can tell me you were right about the Vancouver Canucks because they have been just Buttering out of control since the All-Star break. Um, they acquired Elias Lidholm, and it's like, oh, this is going to be great. They made their move. And not Lidholm fault, but they're 5-6-2 and two in 13 games since. Um, shooting percentage gone down. Demko's goal save above expectation has gone way, way down. Um, will they get back to top team, or do they need to make another trade? Nope, this is it. Season's over. Um, <laughs> no, you know what? Every contender we've seen stumble at some point and it's not how you fall. It's how you get back up. Right. And like, mm -hmm. sure, that's cheesy, but it's, it's the truth. Um, and with the Canucks, you kind of knew that shooting luck and the goaltending was going to run out at some point. And it's interesting where they're faltering and where they aren't, because you look at a player like JT Miller, who I've been very critical of, and it's mm -hmm. not just because of the contract. It's there's elements to his game, the power play scoring, the defense, the, I don't want to say like the inability at times to play center. And here it is, they bring in a center and he's thriving down the middle of the second line. He's so good defensively. He was on the ice. Goals were 10 and one in his favor in the month of February before last night's game. Like wow. everything you could want more. And it's the other breakdowns, you know, untimely penalties and defensive mistakes and not capitalizing on their chances. 
I think they're going to be fine. I think they're going to figure it out. I do think they need to make another move, though. I think they need another right-handed defenseman. And the boldest, spiciest move I kind of want to see happen is they flip Zadorov, get some assets back, and then take wow. that for an actual right-handed defenseman. Who? Wow. Well, who's to say? <laughs> There's <laughs> it's it's going to be a weird one this year. The price of centers is sky high. You would think the price of defensemen would match that, and we really don't know. And that's why the Chris Tanev trade is so intriguing. Like, that's an underpayment already, right? That was someone we expected to be worth all of that and more. And it feels like everyone thinks that's going to be Noah Hannafin, but it Mm -hmm. won't be. He has so much control over his future. So when you see the headlines of, like, he's holding the Flames hostage, it's like, well, he earned that no-trade clause. And the other part of it is if you're the Flames and you know he might dictate his future, you have to juice the assets on everyone else. So Chris Tanev should have gone at a premium. It didn't. So I wonder if the bar is kind of, like, deflated there. Is Greg Conroy selling too low? Like, there's a door of trade that didn't seem like a goddamn, like, a, and then the Lindholm. Um, a lot of people thought, well, he didn't really maximize. It was early on. He didn't really maximize his return. Now, Tanev, don't get a first-round pick for. Like, is he selling too low as a GM? That's three trades that, that was basically the bottom line. Yeah, and I understand, like, he might feel he doesn't have leverage because everybody knows they want to sell, and, like, these are players who might not want to extend there. But if you're mm-hmm. trading a player early, you're that team is paying for more games, right? They're getting more bang for their buck that you should up the price. And for someone like Lindholm to try to get him out early, if you're the Canucks trading for him, you're thinking we want to do it before the market price is set. We want to set the market price here that if I'm the flames, I'm, I'm pressuring for more. There's no reason to trade Lindholm early. The only player I could have understood trading early, honestly, is Chris Tanev because of the injury risk. It feels like every return so far has been so underwhelming and now the Hannafin trade we're all expecting to be underwhelming because they have even less leverage there then they might not move Markstrom that's going to be even more underwhelming so I felt like this was the opportunity to just you know rack in the assets and they're blowing it well that's the thing if it is underwhelming then keep them and try to extend them um you've already got Markstrom and you've won four in a row and you're still in the race now unless you think they're not in the race and if you look at the standings you could say, well, the four-game win streak hasn't done enough for Calgary. And St. Louis, while they had their hot streak, have regressed of late. Seattle looks good. They've got an excellent tandem now. But the problem with all of this is Nashville and L.A. are two of the hottest teams. And they have almost forced Calgary, St. Louis, Seattle, Minnesota to really reconsider their position here. And I'm I'm fascinated by all of the teams in that, you know, the ones that we thought might sell, like Nashville, and the other teams that are on the outside looking in. Like, who do you view on that list, Shana, as like the the likely big player here, or the big newsmaker, so to speak? And and making news could be not doing anything. Like maybe Calgary doesn't do anything. I think it's gotta be Nashville. I think I should yeah. be on Nashville because they're the most intriguing team, right? It's a new general manager. We haven't had a full year of Barry Trotz. We don't know what he's going to do. We mm-hmm. hear him speak, and I feel like everyone, we're getting enamored easily because he's saying things that are common sense, but it's things you want to hear, right? You can, you know, train someone to be good defensively, but you have to go for the offensive skill. You have to swing big. Don't go for position. Go for skill. Like, things like that that you you know you want to hear. Um it feels like they're in an interesting position because Tommy Novak, if he's available, should be of interest to everybody. Um, Carrier is a really good defenseman. If he's available, he should be interest of interest to a lot of different teams. And then you have the Saros factor. 
And, you know, if they're in a playoff spot, they might not move them. They could wait till the offseason. It's really no problem. So what they do, I think, might make, make headlines because they're having this good streak. And look who's a key part of it. UC Soros. Like, I, we've all we've all seen it before where he can go on a hot run and it changes literally everything for the Predators. So they're the headline maker because if Seattle makes headlines, it's that they're keeping players, but they're not the, of the UC Soros caliber. Minnesota sure. barely has anyone to sell. And if they buy, I'm not going to be like, blown away i'm sure considering their track record mm-hmm. um we saw the tempo bay lightning last night they are second wall card in the east sitting at 70 points they do have new jersey right behind them the new york islanders the washington capitals the pittsburgh penguins and the sabers within 10 points um all these teams have game in hands on tampa as much as four by washington five by pittsburgh um, it's going to be tough for John Cooper and Nikita Kucherov. And despite the fact that he leads the league in scoring and Hedman is still one of the best at his position, um, are Tampa doomed to see one of those teams like fly by them? It, I think it depends on the deadline for them. I think they need help. I, I don't think they can like get through this alone right now, especially with the Sergachev injury, despite like the fact that I don't think he had a great season to the point, you know, anyway. Um, that defense behind Victor Hedman is atrocious. And so many forwards, including Steven Stamkos, are struggling so much in their own zone that I think that they have to make a big move. But they cleared out so many assets with the Tanner Janot trade for whatever reason they felt that was the move. And I know they're a team that has that philosophy of, like, these draft picks won't help us now. We can move them, which is the right philosophy to have. But if you're another team and you get offered a Tampa Bay 2026 pick, you need to dive at that because what's this team going to look like in 2026? That's way more valuable than a 2024 would have been. So they have this cap space now. We know they're willing to move assets and drain, you know, the cupboards if they have to. If they can get a Noah Hannafin or a really good defenseman that can play in all situations, right? They don't need someone that's like, oh, my God, amazing in one department, just a good all-around player, which I feel like Mm -hmm. Hannafin is. If they can get a Sean Walker, which I think would be the perfect fit for them. I think they're still in it because everyone around them is such like they all have their own flaws and all have work to do too. And you don't know if they're going to do it quickly. Duffer, the Tampa Bay lightning have six, seventh round pick in the next three years. They can trade a bunch of seventh rounders, but they don't have a first, (laughs) don't have a second, don't have a fourth, don't have a, uh, a first the year after. So yeah, they, uh, they got a bunch of seventh rounder, but they don't have the good ones. (laughs) Well, I won't expect call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Them to make an offer sheet to anybody in the near future, then either <laughs> based on not having the compensation. What do you make of Buffalo and their lower scoring games, their consistent goaltending? Um, you know, of all the teams that are right behind Tampa, 
The Sabres have the best record over the last 10 games, but the problem is, is there's only two 10-game segments remaining, and they're not going at a pace high enough uh, to perhaps close that gap. But, you know, what, what's your latest way of thinking on what the Sabres should do a week from today? Well, they have something that they didn't have before, right? They have really consistent goaltending. You look at the month of February, Uko Pekalukin leads the league in goals saved above expected. It's him, Bobrovsky, and Shesterkin. When you start, you know, going into their workloads, Shesterkin's had the toughest workload in terms of shots and uh, quality chances against. Bobrovsky's had that middle of uh, the, the easiest. And Uko Pekalukin is right in the middle of the road, which is, I think, pretty encouraging when we think of what the Sabres defense looked like last year. Mm-hmm. The key for them is showing that they have a little bit more offense. And I think seeing the Tage Thompson goal last night was a nice glimpse of, like, what we know he can be because he's not capitalizing on all of his chances this year. He's not shooting the puck at the same rate. Um, I look at them and I would say if there's a non-rental option that seems like a really good fit, as a as a top-nine winger, Someone who I think has to be okay, at least in his own zone, because you don't want to drag down the defense anymore, right? Mm -hmm. I think that it could be a good fit to keep them in games for the rest of this year and then have a bigger picture plan. I think a rental is the wrong move here no matter what. But I think the fact that they're not completely out of this and the fact that they've cleaned up an area that we know has been a problem before – I'm a little bit intrigued if there's an offensive piece to add. And that's why like a Jordan Greenway made sense. Like, right. They were such a good cycle team. Now let's add a four checker in. So now I'm saying like, who's a good shooter. Mm-hmm. Who's a really good shooter. You can add into a mix or a really good dual threat. Just someone to add a little bit of pop. I think they need to be a little more higher caliber than a Duclair. But- yeah. Well, okay. So we've talked about this name and it's still hard to believe for me why they would put him out there, but he seems to be on everybody's list. But like, what do you think of Buchnevich in St. Louis and, and what should be the asking price for a player who could lead the team in goals in St. Louis this year if he stays there to see the end of the season? He would be an excellent fit for literally any team because he's so versatile. He's such an interesting player to me because we saw that development. I think that there are always these preconceived notions about his game, about his defense, and I think that was honestly just held against him because... He's a Russian offensive playmaker, and that's how we think of those players sometimes, to have those defensive woes. But he went from being like just an average defensive player to an all-around threat. He's so good shorthanded. He became such a good defensive player. He's not the biggest shooter, but he can finish his chances, and he's an outstanding playmaker. Really smart player. He knows how to speed up the game. He knows how to slow it down. He can make you know space for his line mates. He would be an ideal fit for the Sabres because he's not just a, you know, a one-off it's one and a half years. A 30-year-old okay. getting an extension is something they actually might be able to swing because they have so much young talent that it, w- it would kind of counterbalance it versus a contender making that move. Mm-hmm. Um, the asking price is the big question. If you're St. Louis and you're moving him, it's you accept mm-hmm. and understand he is your only <laughs> trade asset of value, right? Mm-hmm. So you're going a first-round pick plus. But I think the big difference is if it's a playoff team, right? If it's the Florida Panthers or the New York Rangers, that first round pick isn't as valuable as it would be for that middle of the road team or a team that's Mm -hmm. outside the playoff picture. So I think that first round pick would be more valuable. And I think a young player, they need young talent. They need someone who can thread the needle there. And it just feels like everyone there is just really middle of the road. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You mentioned Georgian Greenway a little earlier and uh, he played with Thompson and Tuck yesterday. He didn't start that way, but after a shift or two, Granado set a matchup, Kucherov against Thompson. I was like, I need to put Greenway on that line. It worked out really well. I thought he had a really, really good game, and he's played really well of late. Um, is there an, another side of Greenway that maybe we didn't know existed, just not just a penalty killer and a defensive responsible guy, but maybe can provide a, enough offense to 
to open, uh, you know, some eyes here? Yeah, I think if he's going to provide offense, I think of what he did with that line with Jordan Greenway. I mean, I'm sorry, with Mark Spilino and Joel Erickson in Minnesota. And that was just raise chaos in front of the net, create rebounds and really pressure a goaltender and retrieve pucks and keep cycling them into the plays. That's the kind of player he is. And I think if he can show that a little bit more in Buffalo, I don't think we've seen it enough. Then I think he has that top nine offense to match everything else he brings to the lineup. Um, and you look at the Sabres offensive group right now, and that's pretty much exactly, I think, what they need. So if someone like Tate Thompson is in prime shooting position and Greenway's there to jump on a rebound or get him the puck back and, you know, thread it to whoever needs it, I, I mean, I think it just adds a little bit more dimension. And I think it's just something that's going to challenge goaltenders, and that's really all you need. Are you concerned about Vegas? No. They're going to no. figure it out. They're going to work yeah. out their cap issues. It'll be fine. Like yeah. um, the game last night was chaotic and they weren't always the worst team. Um, So that's good. I think having Eichel back is going to be a real big difference maker for them. Mm-hmm. I think everyone else is going to slot a little bit more appropriately. And we've seen what they look like without Mark Stone. I think that they're just going to spend big, you know, whoever the biggest names are going to be, if it's Jake Gensel, if it's anyone else, they're going to be in on it because they always are. And then they'll throw someone out over the summer and get rid of their cap hit to balance out the books. I, I think they'll right. be fine. Like maybe Aiden Hill. <laughs> I mean, they're a fascinating team with how they've handled goalies. And like, they're now so all of a mean sudden, to their goaltenders. Like Hill is one and four in his last six with a 410. And, you know, you just, you can't help but envision what Vegas might do because they've done it, right? So yeah. Pete DeBoer is not there to stab anybody in the back, but they still <laughs> oh are God. their goalies. One of the best, <laughs> best playoff storylines ever. It couldn't it couldn't have been more perfect. One of the best meme online, that picture of the sword going through Flurry yeah. and the DeBoer yeah. on the sword. It was, it was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, and talking about goalies, um, Am I maybe dreaming that maybe Swayman will come at a little bit cheaper this summer? Uh, maybe an offer sheet would work in the in the way of uh, anybody else that want them because they're struggling in net right now a little bit in Boston. Uh, you can't keep the puck out. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I really look at it and I'm like, is it the goaltending or is it the team in front of them? Those third periods, it's amazing. You just see them start playing on their heels. Like, mm-hmm. hello, you do need to play a full 60 minutes of play here. Like, you got to play a little bit of offense in that third period. And every game you see it. Like, if you look at their numbers too, breakdown by period, the third will be like 30% ex- expected goal share. Like, what are we doing here? But right. I think I think they know they have to keep swimming. I think it's Olmark that's going to go. And I wonder if, like, they don't get as much back for him if they wait till the summer, which... I get it, right? Like, why would you move him now? But I feel like that that's going to be the player on the move. So Boston will get Hannafin. And New Jersey will get, get Mark Strom and Calgary and, will get Allmark. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that would that be something. See? That would Thank be wild. You. How did It's amazing. Marty and I actually don't finish our sentences or thoughts on air that often. But, <laughs> but I think we do sit there in silence going... I would have, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. So thank you, Marty. You just did that again. <laughs> and, uh, and that was the perfect conclusion to this. Uh, bring on the chaos, Shana. We'll see you next week. Thanks for having me. All right. Shana Goldman from The Athletic and various media outlets. Find her work everywhere. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. 
baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.